Welcome to the Landco Podcast, an analytical behind-the-scenes look into land investing and land ownership, covering marketing conditions, current inventory, and updates on all relevant land ownership issues here in Illinois, mixed in with some timely hunting and fishing reports. All right, so welcome to the uh, Landco Podcast. This one is a little different in that we are covering... Um, something going on at our hunt club, which is uh, Double Cluck Farms in kind of Northwest Canton. So we are actually here at the Landco Farm today, which is on the southeast side of Canton, um, talking about Double Cluck, a little confusing. But uh, so um, here's what's going on. We're here with Jason Heyer today. And this podcast is, you know, all my audience can listen to this, but this one is kind of specifically intended for the members uh, or potential members out at Double Cluck. So uh, here's what's going on. So Roger Cox, let me back up. So an investor and I, Jay Abraham and I bought Double Cluck. Um, man, what's that been? A year? I think it was a year ago. Um, Cause I think we got it right before the hunting season started. So um, we bought it with everything in place and it was Jay and I's kind of first go at a hunt club. So the last year has been, uh, it actually went great, but we've um, kind of learned a few things along the way. And so Roger Cox has been with the club for, I think, 10 years. It's been a long time. Yeah, so it's been a while. Um, but in the meantime, in the past couple of years, he has uh, started a um, kind of a land improvement company, uh, does food plots, does, you know, really anything on a farm that you would need. And it's done awesome. He is awesome at it. Um, but what has happened is that that business has shown so much potential that um, there's just more promise for him in that role. So... Um, Roger isn't necessarily leaving double cluck, but he would like to transition out, um, not full time. We'd always, I think he'd always like to kind of have a, a place at double cluck because he, he built it pretty much from, from what it was 10 years ago to today he built, but, uh, Roger is transitioning out, um, to kind of move his, his, um, focus to his company. Cause there's more potential there. We a hundred percent get it. Um, but what that means is uh, we didn't think that not having somebody full-time at the club was good enough for our members. So we have brought somebody else in. And uh, so Jason Heyer is with us today, and he is going to be the new farm manager uh, at Double Cluck. And Roger is going to help us transition there. I don't know if that transition will be, uh, you know, six months, a year, three years, who knows? Um Roger doesn't even know. He just knows that he doesn't want to kind of leave us high and dry because uh, his heart is in this club. So uh, this podcast is for the Double Cluck members to introduce Jason, tell you a little bit about him, and kind of give you a little info on how we see his role being a little different than Roger's has been in the past. So Jason, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. And uh, so let's start with um, background a little bit yeah. because this 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 isn't a new position for you in terms of your kind of skill set. You're, you're deeply planted in this industry, right? Is that fair to say? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So why don't you give a little bit of background on, uh, you know, education, jobs, um, kind of hunting, passion, all that stuff, okay. if you don't mind. Um, so we'll just start when I was a kid. I always wanted to basically run my own or have my own duck club. Uh, so out of high school, going into to college, I started off with like a biology degree. And that really didn't work out for me. And so, therefore, I rolled into into uh, ag science. I figured if I'm going to have my own duck club, I better figure out how to plant something. And so, I graduated Western Illinois University uh, with an ag science degree. Uh, and uh, When was that? <clears throat> um, 
Well, I took about three years off and then went back to school while I was working at, at Presley's Outdoors. Um, but uh, that would have been about a year ago. Okay. Yep. I graduated uh, from Western there. So uh, with that, um, I was still working at Presley's at the time and found a job uh, with a company in Tremont. And it was a, it was a, a, a fertilizer chemical company. And I worked that for a little while, and it just it it wasn't right for me. I, every time I drove up to a field, it seemed like I was the only thing that was on my mind was uh, was duck and goose hunting. I was I was constantly thinking, I'm like, oh, you know, this would be a great area to you know drop a pit or something <laughs> right. like that. So, um, I left there. I came back to Presley's, and fortunately enough, you uh, and Jay um, pitched me the idea of you know possibly taking taking over double cluck cool which was but let me awesome. hold you stop you for a second yeah. because that background the ag brag background uh and and the seed sales fertilizer that stuff uh that's something that i don't necessarily have i've kind of learned through doing it mm-hmm. um but that's got to be even though it maybe wasn't a perfect fit for you at a time that skill set's got to be kind of cool to learn and apply to the duck club stuff because um, you know, it's all not about shooting ducks. There's a lot that goes into it to get them there. And that stuff's got to gotta be uh, beneficial, don't you think? Correct. Absolutely. I mean, you know, knowing just, for instance, how, how deep to plant a, a corn seed and, and get that, get that uh, established, um, you know, getting that, uh, that, uh, that corn established in those, in those wetlands is a huge, huge uh, part of what we, what we have to do out of double cluck. You know, getting a good stand of corn is, is is you know basically everything that we're about and uh you know even getting the millet in you know knowing the right time to plant that and how long it's going to take and you know how much water you can put on it and and all that agricultural background kind of goes into you know a duck club or double cluck yep and even into like the upland stuff i know that we're all sort of new with the upland stuff because it's it's just not prevalent around here so um but planting is the same you know if you're talking sorghum or whatever soybeans whatever you're planting um to make sure we have a good crop is essential for every aspect of hunting whether it's dove hunting with sunflowers or you know wheat or uh, corn for the ducks or whatever it is Mm -hmm. that part is important because you're going to have bad years there's 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 things you can't control but for the most part um getting those good stands is very uh essential for the success of our hunt club so I was excited about that part as well. Uh, moving forward a little bit, so talk about uh, the kind of time at Presley's, which I think is also important because that's a that's a very um, that group that Kelly's got together there is just very knowledgeable. Their network is great, uh, and back into your hunting days, growing up, kind of uh, you know how you got started in it. Right. Um, yeah, I mean Presley's was was phenomenal for me. You know, uh, everybody everybody at Presley's hunts something in some or, or fishes I mean but most of the guys they're constantly either it's duck hunting deer hunting turkey hunting I mean they're always doing something that that was the awesome thing about working there was you know you could always get get to work and talk to them guys be like hey how'd your day go you know what'd you do you could always you could always feed off them a little bit and get different ideas on certain aspects and you know me being a huge huge outdoorsman and, and, and waterfowl hunter that was a great fit for me and I was there for about five years um, backing up a little bit, uh, my dad was actually the one that got me started into, uh, waterfowl hunting. You know, I was, I probably started when I was about four or five years old going to clubs in the Canton area. Um, and 
you know, hunting dry fields or water, whatever it may be, but um, bouncing around from, you know, some club to club because, you know, one might shut down or whatnot. Yeah, or we just weren't sure. happy. Um, but I have grown up in this Canton area as far as a, as a hunting aspect and um, which led me up to, you know, being quote unquote, a successful uh, waterfowl hunter sure. and, and learning quite a bit. You know, I'm, I'm out there as much as I can trying to learn something new because you, you can never figure it out. This sport can aggravate you as much as possible. Um, and I'm talking about waterfowl here. It'll aggravate you as much as possible. And, and, and there's days that you really, really, really hate it. And then there's days that you just absolutely love it and you want to keep on going and keep on going and keep on going. hundred percent, hundred percent. So the, back up again a little bit because this is also something the skill that i don't have the uh the presley stuff and not just you but all those guys there man you talk about like knowing the technical side of everything they offer from like duck calls to guns to decoys to all that stuff not that that's like always essential to know to be a successful hunter but it's convenient and it's nice so like the members out there if um questions about guns decoys calls all that stuff i mean i've heard you and dan talk and like you lost me within <laughs> you know a couple seconds but i enjoy that stuff so uh, i think that'll be a good benefit for the uh, for the members as well absolutely i mean when it comes back to the members you know at presley's i was in the i was in the uh the uh um the firearms department quite a bit so you know they can come to me for a lot of firearms questions if they've if they've got something that's going wrong with them with, yep. with, with with a gun or something I can usually figure it out. And if I can't, I can usually call somebody. Right. And, you know, the same thing with duck and goose calls. I can help teach them, you know, how I learn. Um, if they need something retuned, I can usually do that for them as well. Or I can suggest something for them that might work best for them. Right, right. Cool. Okay. Uh, I think that's good enough for, um, for that part of it. So I want to talk a little bit about um, kind of realigned goals for Jason uh, in contrast to what Roger did. Roger built the club. He like, and when I say built it, I'm saying the, the property, like I didn't see it 10 years ago, but I've been told like, if you went there 10 years ago and looked at it then versus today, completely different farm. Um, so, you know, now we're shooting whatever it is, five, 600 ducks a year. And that is because of the conservation efforts that he did. So the fact that we're here is it's because of him. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think the farm, and we've ran into this on a lot of farms that we develop, not just, this isn't unique to Double Cluck. At some point, you can always tinker around with a farm and, and make it better, always. But at some point, it becomes about maintenance, uh, minor improvements. And for hunt clubs specifically, I think it becomes about um, marketing the club and member satisfaction. So those two things, on, uh, at least from the owner's standpoint, those drive the revenue that help us keep the club. You know, it's not, I'm not at a point in my life where I can do this just for fun. If it doesn't make money, then I just can't do it. You know, that's just the kind of cold hard facts. I'm not there yet. I wish I could do it and, and just do it to have fun. If it loses money, it loses money. That's, that's just not the case. Um, so in my mind, those, the responsibilities of the person in charge um, need to shift a little bit to marketing the club, um, which we've done a good job about the past year. It's got, you know, it's, it's in a different place than it was before we bought it, but it has a ways to go. And satisfaction for the members. And I think we could still go a long way on that. Um, but I think those are gonna be Jason's two kind of uh, primary goals. 
It doesn't mean that he's not going to be on the tractor from time to time because that there's weeks or months where it's like it's cram time and all hands on deck and we need you brushing blinds. We need you planting corn. So that's going to happen. And because of his background in ag and all this stuff, you know, it's, it's his job to make sure that stuff gets done. But I don't envision his time being on the tractor as much as I do marketing the club, talking to the members, helping them out, um, making sure they're happy, all that stuff. So, uh, and we've talked about that and that's not a surprise to you. So, um, chat a little bit about that because I think that may be a little different than, um, a lot of farm managers and duck clubs. Like you look up and down the river and even out here, like their job is to manage the farm from a, um, maintenance standpoint. Right. right. And, it's not that that's not your job, but I think we're going to, we'd like a little bit more to help market and make sure the, the members are happy. So chat a little bit about that. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think one of the biggest things is, you know, making sure that your, your members are satisfied. I mean, those are the people that are key, that you want to keep bringing back every, every year, year after year. Um, and if you do that, uh, at least in my opinion, the word of mouth is going to get out, you know, this guy's going to, you know, John over here is going to talk to Joe over here. For sure. And, yeah. you know, that's how, how things start to, to develop for everybody is, uh, you know, making sure that all your members are, are at first taken care of. And then on top of that, you know, we do have to have great conserva- conservation out there. Um, and and that Sorry, is... Sorry, our coffee machine. This happened last <laughs> time, too. Our, again, we need coffee to survive. That's so, right. Uh, that's right. I think A lot it's of self-cleaning self over there. Sorry about that. Uh but conservation is a huge thing. You know, we, we want the members to come out there and, and uh, obviously be happy about what they're walking out to, whether it be, you know, a, a, an upland field makes it convenient for them, you know, uh, uh, trails are mowed and whatnot. Yep. And even for your, for your duck hunters, um, you know, access to blinds, make, make those super easy for everybody, you know, make sure, you know, they got heaters if they need them, decoys are ready to go, you know, just making sure that everything, uh, at the you know the time being or the, the time that to come is is a whole and everybody is just satisfied and happy and they want to come back out and they want to hunt and they want to shoot birds and and that's that's my biggest goal is you know to take it where it is and just go one step further with it you know that's exactly what i want got it perfect and i, and I agree with 100 percent of that stuff and we're not double cook isn't full we essentially stopped taking members last year because we, we wanted to make sure we didn't overcrowd the place. Uh, and I think there's room for a few more to get us to our kind of our income goal and then we'll stop. Um, but at that point, membership kind of retention is, is important, but also making sure those, your core group of guys like it because once those guys kind of get together and bond, it becomes less business-like and more of like a, the camaraderie out there is cool and everybody likes each other. Then you have less problems. Everybody enjoys it. So that's, uh, that's where I think Jason's going to come in and, um, that's where we're aligning, you know, our goals for him. But again, just wanted to introduce him. Uh, I really think that you guys out there, the members of double clock or any potential members, um, will love him. It's going to be a great fit. And again, Roger's sticking around, um, his, his responsibilities will shift a little bit to kind of help transition that. And he's going to help take care of some of the uh, maintenance stuff and the, the, the property, all that stuff. But anyways, uh, welcome aboard, Jason. And uh, it is, uh, what's the date? It is Wednesday, right? Is it this? Sixth. Sixth. So um, 
he has started, man. He is he is on board, and you'll probably see him around at the club. And duck hunting should be getting good. Like yes, tonight, it should be. maybe yep. that's cool. I mean, from what I saw this morning, from yesterday today, I mean, birds are kicking around quite a bit more. I mean, right now it's it's a lot of a lot of the snow geese and speckabellies, um, the the big geese, your honkers and stuff. They're they're starting to kick around a little bit more. And I even saw quite a few more ducks today. Than I did yesterday so everything's starting to I think the stars are starting to align with the weather coming in um, I'm, I'm hoping that this weekend we should pick up a bunch more birds nice uh, you know how that goes never know you never know. never know um, but Jason will be around this weekend uh, I'm, I assume that a lot of the members will be here because the weather is at least in line with a good hunt uh, we just released 50 more pheasants if, yeah we I think we released 25 and we put 25, 25 in the back. pen. Yep. Um, so there should be a bunch of birds out there. I'll also send out a little video on how that uh, pheasant pen works. It's going to be a pretty sharp system. But uh, anyways, uh, thanks for listening, you guys. And if you're not a member of Double Cluck and are interested, get in touch with uh, Jason or myself, and we'll get you a tour or get you all set up. But uh, if you are a member and you're around, introduce yourself to Jason. He'll be doing the same, and uh, we'll be in touch soon with something else. Thanks, guys.